Hi scholars, I'm Kwaipa Farida, your personal online study buddy, and this is Share Your Jota segment. So this is the segment where listeners of the podcast would send me a picture of their jotters on a particular topic in zoology. Now what I would do with these jotters is that, first, they will be posted on our social media platforms, and it will be useful to both current and incoming students. Now see, imagine being such a legend that even your jota is saving lives. Like, it's actually literally saving lives. <laughs> now, the second thing I would do with your jotters is that I would extract the important details out of each of them and compile them into a single jotter, which I like to call the master jotter. This master jotter is what I'll be reading to you today. Therefore, this segment involves extracts of everything worthy of noting on a particular topic from various amazing people with their different shapes and sizes of jotters and handwritings. Now, I mean it when I say different shapes and sizes of jotters and handwriting because handwriting applies to me. I have a terrible handwriting. I write like a chicken. All right, that's enough shaming myself. So if you're on the road walking, doing chores, bored in the house and in the house board, going for exercise, about to sleep, in the bus, on your way to write an exam or a test, or your way to class, then this is the segment you should tune into. This is not me reading a note. That would be way too long for comfort. This is me, sharing it just Protozoa. Protozoas are the first animals or first order of organization. They are single-celled or unicellular organisms. Some live in colonies and some are syncytial. And by syncytial, I mean that there is fusion of two or more cells to form what is called a syncytium. They are microscopic in size, that's 3 to 1,000 microns. They have no germ layer, tissue, or organs. However, specialized organelles are present. There have been over 64,000 species that have been described and only 50,000 out of those are free living. Locomotion is by Pseudopodia, Flagella, or Cilia. The symmetry, they have all types of symmetry. Name it bilateral, radial, spherical, or asymmetrical. Now, they are free living organisms. It could be commensal, parasitic, or mutualistic. They are mostly naked, but few have simple protective exoskeletons called tests. Examples of these organisms or protozoa that fall in this category are Acella and Diphugia. Now, nutrition could be autotrophic, saprophytic, saprozoic, or holozoic. Now, the specific type of autotrophic nutrition that they take part in is called holophytic nutrition. So, they take part in holophytic, autotrophic nutrition. Reproduction, it could be sexual or asexual. Let's go first to asexual. Asexual reproduction in protozoa are divided into two. It could be by budding or by fission. Now, I'm explaining fission. Now, we all know budding outgrow a bud, external part of an organism. But fission is the division of cells. By fission, now, there's binary fission and there's multiple fission. Now, binary fission is division into two identical cells. We all know that. Under binary fission, the kind of asexual reproduction they take part in is longitudinal and transverse binary fission. While under multiple fission, where it's divided into multiple parts, there are different... Um, there are also two types, two subcategories, and they are schizogony and sporogony. So basically, types of multiple fission, schizogony and sporogony. Schizogony is the multiple and rapid 
division of cells into merozoites. While sporogony is the spore formation where multiple sporozoites are formed. Now you might be asked, because I remember there was an assignment where we were asked to list the difference between schizogony and sporogony. What, what I got is the definition, but like another definition. So if you didn't get the first definition, this is another definition for you. Sporogony is a spore forming stage of the protozoan life cycle that produces sporozoites outside the host. Now note that outside the host. While schizogony is an asexual multiplication stage of the protozoan life cycle, which allows multiplication of the sporozoites inside the host. So if you notice, one is outside, one is inside. One that's outside the host is sporogony. One that's inside the host is schizogony. That could help you remember. Now moving to the sexual reproduction of protozoas. We have we have sexual reproduction of protozoas. They take part in conjugation, which is the exchange of gametic nuclei between two cells. Example can be found in paramecium sp, autogamy, which is the fusion of two gametic nuclei within the same cell, and syngamy, fusion of two gametes from two different protozoans. So let's say it again. Conjugation, exchange of gametic nuclei between two cells, example paramecium sp, autogamy, fusion of two gametic nuclei within the same cell, while syngamy, fusion of two gametes from two different protozoans. Okay, now classification of protozoans, we have phylum sacudina, which is examples are amoeba, entamoeba, arcella, we have phylum Mastigophora. examples are euglena, chlamydomonas, trapanosoma, trichomonas, and trichonympha, and the third one, phylum epicomplexa, examples are plasmodium, eimera, Taxoplasma. And the fourth one is, and which is the last, phylum ciliophora. Examples are paramecium and balantidium. Try to list them again in your head. I'll give you a short um, pause before I start taking them one by one. Hello! Since you guys refused to meet me, I decided to come and greet you. For those of you that don't know who I am, I am Jack. And I'm basically your tour guide, stroke, study buddy for this podcast. I'm literally just here for you to make sure that you are paying attention and enjoying it at all times. You'd hear my voice often. I hope you like it. If you don't like my voice, get used to it already. Because you're going to hear me every time. In case you're dozing off, it's me that will tell you to wake up, wake up, wake up, scholar. And it's me that will be in charge of making sure that you're at alert at all times. And just get used to having me around. Yeah, once again, I'm Jack. When you hear, oh, yeah, come, let's jack. Basically, they're talking about me. So, come, let's jack. Quick, quick, quick. All right, guys, it's supposed to be our break time, our happy hour segment, where we have other or any type of features, where we feature any interesting thing. But for now, today, this episode, uh, my boss, Farida, she decides she's the one that wants to launch it. So, I am allowing her to talk to us very briefly, but this will happen again. Trust me, the next time she comes and tells me she wants to join my happy hour segment, I'm going to chase her away. Anyways, um, she's going to talk to us right now and let's just have fun and then listen to her. I'm sure she's, she has a lot of interesting and nice things to say. Alright, so I'm literally recording this without a script or a microphone or anything. I'm just recording it as myself. And I just want to use this particular happy hour to just talk about my own personal feelings. Not necessarily feelings, ah. I actually mean like what I think and just my message to y'all to you guys and um 
basically um this podcast is not really it's not obviously it's not perfect because it's the first episode i'm, I'm really nervous because before now i've been like i've had the idea of it for a while now but like i never really did it but then i summoned the courage to actually just do it and i am um, i appreciate every review and every support and every person that participates that is participating or listening or just doing just appreciating it or learning from it in general and just know that i really appreciate you and you guys are the reason i continue doing this and so basically what i want to say is that just know that this podcast it might not be the best fine it might not be perfect yes but we, there's room for improvement we're going to improve as the episodes go on and that's just it because I just want to I'm saying this because um to be honest the reason why I was very reluctant is because I was so scared of not being perfect that I actually forgot that if you don't do it then you can't actually grow and actually just decided that okay yeah so let me just do it let me rough it like we always say and so I'm roughing it so I hope it's actually beneficial and if it's not really perfect you can actually just tell me you can comment or you if you have um any of our contacts or any of our social media pages you can comment nicely because i'm a human being so just comment and like ways you can improve it if you want to partake there are ways to partake in it yeah so there won't be this kind of i won't be talking don't worry the next happy hour you'll hear me talking just randomly about my life and telling you the story of my life you'll find actual interesting things we have things like random facts with a very wonderful scholar. His name is Professor Style Bender. We have um, grammar check with can be so It's going to be like it's a fixed grammar. It's a, like sub segment, and it's like you. So you use that to just learn how to speak better, just because it's, it's 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 interesting and it's good to just be able to communicate with what you what you have in mind, and um, effectively. Then and also so you don't get shamed when you're asking anyone out like if you're a boy. Next. Um, and we also have other things if you want to feature in the happy hour segment it's really not hard you can just um all you have to do is send a message via any of our social media platforms and also apart from featuring in the seg if you have and if you have maybe something you want to display maybe you have a business you can just um dm us for ads and or if you have say you have a project that you're working on or you have an announcement or even better you have a talent that you like to like probably a poem or spoken words or anything nice and interesting notes interesting that you like to share then this is the sub segment that would that would fit you in, into and so you could just send a dm via any of our social media platforms we have instagram and whatsapp for now so basically yeah what did i even say i don't remember but i just do that the main thing i want to tell you is that that this is the first episode so it's not going to be perfect but we are aiming towards perfection we are getting there and i just want everyone to learn from it because that's the major thing learn from it while having fun i just want i want it i want you guys to listen to my voice when you're working when you're doing any like random thing like i want that vo- like my voice to be your i want to be your study partner i'm actually literally begging you allow me to be your study buddy yeah so it's been a pleasure um having you listen to me i hope my voice isn't too um either deep or 
I don't know. I actually love my voice. I'm absolutely in love with my voice. But I don't know. If you have a problem with my voice, just try and reduce the volume or increase the volume depending on the one that fits into your need. Yeah, so thank you very much for listening. Once again, I'm a Kwaifa Farida and I'm forcing myself to be your online study buddy. And I'm telling you, we are calm. Let's jack. Thank you very much. Now, Phylum Sakodina, they are called rhizopods. They are amoeba like organisms. Examples are amoeba, entamoeba, and parcella. I've said that before. They are organisms that move with the aid of the pseudopodia. They are free living, they are really parasitic. They have single nucleus, monomorphic nuclei. They capture food via food corp using the pseudopodia. Pelicle is absent. And you know the pelicle is responsible for the shape of organisms. So when the pelicle is absent, they have variable shape. Their asexual reproduction takes place by binary fission. An example can be found in amoeba. And examples of phylum sarcodina are amoeba, which has no test, entamoeba, which has no test but is free living, and acella, which has a calcareous test. But it's also feeling. Now, we are going to talk about the pseudopodia. Now, the pseudopodia are simple extensions of the cell cytoplasm. Has a rigid ectoplasm. The pseudopodia, they are simple extensions of the cell cytoplasms. Now, cytoplasm has a the cytoplasm in this cell have rigid ectoplasm in a gel state and a less rigid or fluid endoplasm in a sol state. Now, alternation of this soil and gel states gives rise to what we call the pseudopodial extension. Types of pseudopodia are lobopodia, philopodia, reticulopodia, axopodia. Now, the names are actually, they are quite explanatory. Lobopodia, large and blunt. Example, amoeba. They have large and blunt. They look, the way they, the way they look physically, they are large and blunt. Lobopodia, you can take the L and the B. Philopodia, they have thin extensions, example amoeba. Reticulopodia, they have thin extensions with which join to form a mesh, example foraminiferans. Then we have axopodia, they are long, thin, and supported by axial filaments. One more time. Types of pseudopodia are lobopodia, which are large and blunt, example amoeba. Philopodia, thin extensions, example amoeba. Reticulopodia, they have thin extensions that join to form a mesh, example foraminiferans. Now, axopodia, they are long, thin, and supported by axial filaments. Now, we are going to the second subphylum of protozoa, which is the mastigophora. They are called flagellates because they move with one or two flagella. They have only one nucleus, hence, they have monomorphic nuclei. Pelicle is present in some, which gives them a definite shape. Asexual reproduction by longitudinal binary fission. Example is Euglena, Trypanosoma, and Leishmania. Some are capable of photosynthesis due to the presence of chloroplasts. Others lack chloroplasts, hence are mutualistic or parasitic, and they are mostly bilaterally symmetrical. Types of mastigophora, we have phytomastigophora, example is Euglena and Climadomonas, and zoomastigophora, example is Trypanosoma, Giardia, Trichomoniasis, and Trichonympha. Phyto should give you an idea of plant-based or those that use autotrophic or just those that have chloroplasts. While zoo should give you the idea of animals or just like those that don't have um, chloroplasts. Now, examples of massigophora now. We have trypanosoma. Trypanosoma causes sleeping sickness. And these organisms, they are only heterotrophic. They don't have chloroplasts. And they are all parasitic. Leishmania is 
it causes leishmaniasis, giardia causes stomach infection, which is called giardiasis, volvox sp, the colonial species. So I mentioned four examples of um, phylomastigophora, receptor panosoma, which is sleeping sickness, leishmania, giardia, and volvox sp. Now moving on, epicomplexa, phylum epicomplexa. Phylum epicomplexa or sporozoids. They have no locomotive structures, hence no movement. They have one type of nucleus, hence they have monomorphic nuclei. All species are parasitic. Adult movement is feeble. Feeding organelles are lacking. Now, from all these things, you know that they are parasitic because they don't have feeding organelles, they can't move. So, hence they have to depend on others. Now, um, pelicu is present, hence they have a definite shape. This they have that one. They have, um, their sexual reproduction involves multiple fission, that's schizogony and sporogony. Examples are Plasmodium, Eimera, and Tazoplasma. Let's talk about Plasmodium. We all know Plasmodium causes malaria, but there are types of Plasmodium, and it's important for us to know them. We have Plasmodium vivax, Plasmodium ovale, Plasmodium malariae, and Plasmodium falciparum. Now, Plasmodium falciparum, which is the last one I mentioned, is the most virulent and has caused over 50% of the global malaria cases in the world. Tazoplasma gondii. Tazoplasma gondii is another example of organisms that can be found in epicomplexa, in subphylum epicomplexa, and it's also called tigondi. It causes taxoplasmosis, which is an opportunistic infection in immunocompromised people. An example can be found in HIV and AIDS patients. Now, taxoplasmosis is transmitted by contact with dogs. We are moving to the last phylum, which is phylum ciliophora. They are called the ciliates because they move with the aid of the cilia. They are free living, rarely parasitic. They capture food with the aid of the cilia. Usually, they have two sizes of types of nuclei. That is the micronucleus and the macronucleus. From the name, you know that one is bigger and one is small. They reproduce asexually by transverse and binary fission. Sexually, they reproduce by conjugation. Example can be found in paramecium. Examples of ciliates generally are vorticella and stentor. My examples are paramecium and balantidium. If you don't kind of forget what balantidium is, remember balantiaga. Yeah. So now, flagella and cilia. Now we are going into flagella and cilia specifically because we mentioned them over and over. In flagella, they are larger than cilia, but both of them have similar internal structures. How does the internal structure look? Each part of their length contains 9 to 2 arrangements of the microtubules called axoneme, which transcends it. Now, what I mean by 9 to 2 is that there is 9 pairs of peripheral or external, which is found outside, and 2 central tubules found inside. Now, we are going into the ecological importance of protozoa. Beneficial, we have the unicellular level of organization, we have highly specialized organelles for various physiological processes. They are the most prominent members of, of the aquatic food chain, especially detrivores, because detrivores are the primary source of food. They are like the plants of oceans. That's all. I like to say that jotas are like the man-made version of the book of life. Each jota tells the story of its owner. Each spill of ink on every page shows the sweat that dropped from the person's hard work. Each mark shows the person's resilience and dedication. And each jutting is a memory from a time in our lives. That's why we revisit our jutters over and over again. It's like we stole that moment and sealed it in a paper. 
the more you revisit, the more you remember. Each jota should last forever, and that's why you should share your jota. Hi, scholar. I'm Okpaifa Farida, your personal online study buddy, and I'm saying to you today, share your jota. All the information used in this episode are from my jota and are sourced from various authentic materials, some of which are Unilab recommended ZOY lab manual for 100 level students, ZOY 101 slides, ZOY notes, Google, cherry picks from Benzin tutorial because that's the tutorial I attend. By the way, there's a crash course stroke revision class that is ongoing at Benzin tutorial right now. If you think you need aid or assistance for you to push, feel free to find Dr. Ben Ibundu's number to just send a DM to him and just find a way to join the lesson because it's amazing to be honest and I'm talking from experience. Yeah, so this episode of Oya Come Let's Jack is especially dedicated to my family. That is my dad, my mom, and my three students. They have supported me financially, morally, and spiritually. And without them, this podcast would exist. Thank you very much for listening. Do have an Hey, hey, scholar, not so fast. Before you leave, first answer a few questions. Give me examples of organisms under the Fidom Sakudina. What about the Fidom Mastigifora? I'm waiting, I'm listening. Could you answer that? If yes, then that's wonderful. I'll move on now. If no, then don't go anywhere yet. Go back and play this podcast so you can learn it and understand it. Okay, so if you enjoyed this episode or you did not enjoy it, feel free to comment on our social media platforms. You can, if you're listening to Anchor, you know that you can actually send a voice note. Yes, you can. Just send a voice note via Anchor and it could even be featured in our next episode. Who knows? I'll see you next episode. Do have a lovely day, guys. In no particular order, <clears throat> in no particular order, Our first avatar in no particular order our fo- in no particular order <coughs> in no particular order our first avatar for the phylum protozoa in no particular order but the order of the teenage mutants ninja turtles in no particular order but the order of the teenage ninja mutants in no particular order but the order of the teenage muda in the in no particular order but the order of the mut in no particular order but the order of the teenage in no particular order but the order of the teenage mutants ninja turtles our first our last avatar but definitely not the least our last but definitely not least avatar for the phylum protozoa is abdulatif now have you ever met someone and just thought damn this person looks hella familiar and you're so sure you know that person that you end up smiling and waving at the person every single time you see the person now your first few creepy smiles and waves were received with awkward replies, but then you don't care. You are just like, guy, I shall know that in my head. I know you very well. And my brain is already programmed to smile and wave at you. So take it like that. And then soon after, the person starts greeting you too. And then he goes ahead to talk with you. And you both realize that there's zero familiarity between you both. You. Between you. But in both your heads, you have seen each other before. 
sort of like a past life or something. I mean, we could fit perfectly into a movie. <laughs> Avlatif is a very smart, dedicated, focus, dedicated and focused person. He's very hardworking and always ready to help whenever and always ready to help whenever I have any academic-related questions. Wait a minute, not just academic-related questions. I also ask him questions like, oh my God, I'm watching Money Heist. Would, is, Nairobi, is Nairobi going to die? And then he'll be like, well, and then I'll say, no, don't tell me, don't tell me. Let me find out myself. And a few minutes later, I'll go back and ask him the same questions. And then he'll end up having to spoil it for me. Now, don't look at me like that. I'm not about to get a, I'm not about to get a heartbreak. I'm not about to get a heart attack. It did it all. I'm not, a, now don't look at me like that. I'm not about to get a heart attack. I mean, it didn't really take the pain away. I still, I, I still felt it. I still shed a few tears. I just like being prepared so I can at least know if I'm to warm up so I can at least know if I'm to warm up my tear glands in advance. Ablatif is here today and no he's not Ablatif <laughs> Ablatif is here today and no he's not going to be taking questions on movies. That's only for Adat's benefits. He will be taking questions on zoology. This is Ablatif and this is his classroom. No in no particular order, but the order of the teenage mutants ninja turtles. Our fourth avatar, our fourth avatar for the phylum porifera is Ibuku. Ibuku is a hundred-level student of the University of Lagos and is studying medicine. He's a hundred-level is a hundred-level student of the University of Lagos Medicine and Surgery Department. Ibuku is an absolute mood. It's funny how I only got to know him. It's funny how I only got to know him a few weeks ago. But we've ago. He's very active. Yeah, ego. He actually is one of the very one of the most active listeners of the podcast, and I was so glad to have him participate. And I'm so glad to have him participate. He's very smart, very charming, very witty, and most importantly, he's very much here. Yes, he is, and he's not here as, and he's not here as Raphael to fight for who should get, and he's not, and he's not here as Raphael to fight for who should be the leader of the team. No, but he's here to tutor you on Porifera. This is a book. And this is his classroom. Here's a quick side note. Ibukun's pseudonym is El Macho. Now, I don't know if he's related to that Mexican villain from um, Despicable Me, who are the restaurants. You know, the ones that robbed banks? The chef. You know, the chef that robbed banks? Well, thank God for NIN. I don't have a bank account. So, jokes on you, El Macho. <laughs> All right. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. With, and I'm going to say it again with more enthusiasm so you understand the amazingness you are in for. This is Ibukun, a.k.a. El Macho, a.k.a. Raphael of this podcast, Raphael for this podcast. And this, this, this is Ibukun, a.k.a. Raphael, this is Ibukun, a.k.a. El, a.k.a. El Macho, a.k.a. Raphael for this podcast. And this, this particular spot you're looking at is his classroom. <laughs>